you need. This is Burger Palace. Do you want any food? Yes, uh, one palace party meal. No, Limu, they won't put insects on a burger. No, you can't talk to the manager. Liberty, 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 liberty. Only pay for what you need at libertymutual.com. What would you like to be better at? Dancing. Poker. Yoga. According to a study, CVS customers are better than most at something important, staying on prescriptions, which tends to make you healthier. So get a free prescription savings review, plus earn up to 50 extra bucks rewards each year for filling. Because of the things you could be better at, staying healthy tops them all. Treat yourself well at CVS. Terms and conditions apply. Not all prescriptions eligible. See our pharmacist for cvs.com slash rxsavings or slash rxrewards. The price of a fill-up continues to go up. CBS's Bud Michigan. The average U.S. price of regular-grade gasoline has jumped $0.04 per gallon to $2.64 over the past three weeks. Is it related to tensions in the Middle East? Industry analyst Trilby Lumberg says the increase is due to a price correction. Prices had been slipping about $0.08 per gallon since early November, and they kept slipping until this three-week period. And, and so this was a partial bounce back up. Lundberg says increased U.S. gas production now insulates it from fluctuations that might be caused by tensions in the Middle East. Bud Michigan, CBS News. Red-hot lava spewing from Tao Volcano south of Manila in the Philippines for a second day. The sudden eruption of ash and smoke has caused the evacuation of about 16,000 people living near the crater, shutting down Manila's international airport for a while. Gary Nunn, CBS News. This is an advertisement paid non-attorney spokesperson Ricky LeBlanc admitted in Massachusetts only. Sokolov Law, LLC, Chestnut Hill, Mass. Paul J. Morgan, Winter Park, Florida. Greg Hoppy, New Jersey. Michael Bro Gonzalez admitted Louisiana. While this firm maintains joint responsibility, most cases of this type are referred to other attorneys for principal responsibility. Mesothelioma. If you know what mesothelioma is, you or someone you love has likely been affected by this devastating cancer. You may be entitled to compensation. Call Sokolov Law today. 1-800-578-2400. The only known cause of mesothelioma is asbestos exposure. Thousands of U.S. veterans and trade workers are at risk for the disease. Nearly $30 billion in court-ordered trust has been set aside to pay money to asbestos victims. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with mesothelioma, call now. You may be able to receive compensation without ever going to court or filing a lawsuit. Call for a free legal consultation at 1-800-578-2400. That's 1-800-578-2400. 1-800-578-2400. Veteran owned. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. It's not the Kim and Ruth Show. It's really. (laughs) Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics and all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. Veteran-owned True Blue is raising the bar in plumbing with the best guaranteed prices and superior quality. Using the latest in plumbing technology, True Blue has the capability to identify problems in your pipes. Or inspect for home purchase using a full-color camera while capturing video and watching in real time. They're committed to providing you honest and upfront service and offer free return service if the problem isn't fixed. Call them 24-7 at 740-590-5400. With a lifetime of experience and a desire to be the best in the business, True Blue is committed to being true to you. We are the boy band. Your tween made you see. We are the boy band. It's painful concert number three. We are the boy band. We're five and nineteen. We are the boy band. 
you love your kids enough to take them to see their favorite uh, band, love them enough to make sure they're buckled up in the back seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. At Ohio Health, we believe change can be good. And much has changed throughout the years. Our primary care has expanded. Our departments have gained recognition and certification for their excellence. We are committed to treating Southeast Ohio to the best care and the best medicine possible. Visit OhioHealth.com slash to see all the changes we've made for the good of our region. It's our crest, our coat of arms, and what it means to wear it. Vinsky will take a tap and a hit for Nudabara out to the neutral zone, finding Felino. It's when we dig deep. Felino's got help on the rush. At the right moment. And he drops it back for Dubinsky over to Samardi! Shoots and scores! It's our blue, and out of our blue, we rise. Head to bluejackets.com for tickets, news, and more. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Monday morning. Welcome to Party Line here at 970 WATH. How you doing, everybody, on this Monday morning? Well, hope you're having a good start to a good week. Well, actually, what is the calendar? Starts on a Sunday, I guess. But, uh, you know, the traditional work week begins Monday. So hopefully it's going very well for you, your family, your loved ones, whoever, you know, you think about, you care about, one of those things. It's 37 degrees And, uh, well, I'm going to call it hazy sunshine right now. I see a line of thicker clouds below the hazy sunshine from our vantage point here at the station location on Columbus Road. And uh, Brian Hughes' weather forecast is saying we're going to have partly sunny conditions today. But we'll call it hazy right now. 37 degrees. High temperature expected to reach right around 53 today. Uh, Spring-like temperatures the next few days. 61 tomorrow. And 58 on Wednesday, cooling off a bit Thursday, 45, 48 on Friday, and then back up to 54 on Saturday, and then dipping down to 36 on the Lord's Day Sunday. Well, certainly hope you had a good weekend. And, uh, you know, in spite of all the power outages, my goodness, there were some windy, windy conditions over the weekend, weren't there? And uh, my weather app on my phone said that this area in Athens had a high temperature of 77 degrees. Now, yours may say a little different reading 
However, mine registered in at 77. I think mine is AccuWeather. It's either that or the Weather Channel. I'm not sure which one it is. It's the default one that came with the phone. So I believe I'm going to say it's AccuWeather. But uh, my goodness, for a January 11th, 77 degrees, I had a friend let me know that in the Charleston, West Virginia area, they registered in at 81 for a high temperature over the weekend on Saturday. But, uh, boy, oh, boy, those winds blew through here, didn't they? Hopefully your power's back on. I haven't seen a map of an outage area here in Athens. Now, I don't know if you get these alerts from power companies, but I do. I received an alert Saturday night that the power was off and going to be restored at uh, whatever time it was. However, thankfully, knock on wood, uh, my power remained on. It flickered on and off a few times, but uh, I got the alert, so there must have been some outages in the area. Hopefully that power is back on. Our pastor was speaking yesterday. I think their power was out for some time uh, yesterday, and I believe they live in the uh, Andover Road area, Berkeley Drive area, right in there. So hopefully uh, your power has been restored, and a uh, big thank you to the folks and emergency crews at AEP for scrambling about and getting the power restored to southeastern Ohio area. If we get a break here at some point, I'll try to pull up an outage map and see if we can locate any outages here in the area. But to my knowledge, I have not seen or heard about any here in the immediate area of Athens other than, you know, the temporary outages that happened over the weekend. But uh, my goodness... Uh, it said wind speeds were going to be between 15 and 40 hour. It being the weather forecast, uh, 15 to 40 miles per hour on Saturday. And I think it topped 40 miles per hour because there were times when it sounded like, you know, the old, uh, noises you hear before tornado, uh, tornado rumbles through. It wasn't, you know, quite that extensive. As you have heard many people say, yeah, it sounded like a freight train coming through. But, uh, my goodness, devastation in uh, parts of the south uh, portion of the United States. Homes just totally destroyed. Nothing left. Not even a foundation. The only thing uh, in the area of places that I've seen was the mark where the house once stood. And everything just gone. So please keep those folks in your thoughts and prayers, as always, when we have these catastrophes hit areas of our country. Well, around the world, for that matter, too. But uh, some devastation there in the south, particularly the southeast portion of the United States. Saw a few pictures of some places in Louisiana, I believe it was, that were destroyed by high winds. And there were tornadoes reported over the, uh, I'm going to say, at least... Eastern third, if not the eastern half of the United States, as these spring-like temperatures continue to uh, roll and pass through the country, uh, the eastern seaboard is experiencing some of those warm temperatures that we experienced over the weekend right now. Um, So anyway, spring temperatures uh, is the word (laughs) in this uh, beginning of January anyway. And with that, I'm going to get to the Farmer's Almanac. Uh, here in uh, just a short few minutes, uh, or is it just a few minutes? How about that? A short minute is still the same as a long minute. Still 60 seconds, right? (laughs) 
but uh, at a short time. I'm going to pull out the Farmer's Almanac and see what their prediction was for this time period. But uh, decent temperatures here in the area coming uh, the next few days. Once again, 53 a day, 61 tomorrow. All right, uh, currently 37 with that hazy sunshine at 16 minutes now after the hour of 9 o'clock. i got a couple things we want to talk about here locally. And I hear there's a big football game tonight at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans, or as they say there, Nolans. And, uh, yeah, we've got some local connection there, don't we? Indeed. We'll talk about that coming up here uh, during the program of Party Line on this Monday, January 13, 2020. And I will give you who is the favorite in that game tonight as the uh, Go Tigers take on the Tigers of Clemson University. Uh, the LSU Bayou Bengals, as they are referred to, take on the uh, Tigers. So, yeah, corny one. As folks say, I can tell you who's going to win. You know, they're going to be a prophet and predict the winner. As the corny phrase goes, the Tigers will win. That's right. Well, we just hope, I hope, anyway, that it's the uh, LSU Tigers, quarterbacked by former Athens High School star Joe Burrow. So if you haven't heard anything about Joe recently, well, you've either been out of the country or maybe out of the hemisphere or possibly out of the galaxy, right? But uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that. Maybe even out of the universe. We'll talk about that coming up here. As you know, I like to start out a program party line style with a little bit of mood music as I'm filling in for Dave today as uh, he and Pat are going to be traveling to uh, an appointment, I believe, for Pat. So best wishes and hope things go well of course each and every time so i'll be filling in here today on party line on 97 wath
little mood music to uh, start off the Monday morning edition of Party Line. I'm Scott Daly, once again filling in for Dave today. He, he shall return tomorrow. Speaking of programming for Party Line, coming up this week, tomorrow we will be welcoming in Brian Carlson, and we're going to talk about cheesecakes. Then Wednesday, George Mousy will be in. Uh, George is a former colleague of mine in the Ohio Athletics Department. George and a few others will be in here. I believe there'll be a few others uh, speaking about the OU Martin Luther King Jr. Planning Committee and the events, uh, what's happening in commemoration of Martin Luther King Day coming up later this month, I believe on the 20th, a week from today. So George Mousy will be in uh, Wednesday uh, speaking of that uh, event, planning committee events coming up a week from today. But tomorrow, Brian Carlson We'll be in here talking about cheesecakes. <laughs> I like a cherry cheesecake. However, I like just about anything with cherries on top. That cherry pie filling or fresh cherry pie filling. Mm. Mm-mm. I like the cheesecake part too, but you know how you like some foods and they don't like you? Yeah, yeah that's what happens sometimes. All right, we'll get to the Farmer's Almanac in just a moment. However, I uh, want to mention some recognition and congratulations Uh, To Judge Robert Stewart, Uh, he has been presented with a President's Award uh, by the Ohio Association of Juvenile Judges, and the award was presenting uh, to Judge Stewart the winter meetings happening in Columbus, and Judge Stewart is recognized for his extraordinary contribution to the pursuit of justice in and out of the courtroom. So congratulations, Bob, and... uh, Certainly well-deserved award there to you. In addition to his direct responsibilities to the Common Police Court, Judge Stewart also serves on the statewide committees on juvenile and probate law and procedure, is a frequent faculty presenter at the Ohio Judicial College programs, and he also supports local programming, impacting education and opportunities for youth. Now, Judge Stewart is beginning his 18th and final year as a full-time judge in Athens County. And uh, if you want to know about that association of juvenile court judges, well, it consists of common pleas judges with juvenile court jurisdiction. And the association holds two meetings each each year uh, uh, for members to discuss matters of concern, exchange ideas, and they also interact with fellow juvenile court judges. So congratulations, Judge Bob Stewart, on receiving that President's Award by the Ohio Association of Juvenile Judges. Just thought that was significant there and appropriate to mention. Uh, congratulations from us here at 970 uh, to receive that w- award there for Judge Bob Stewart. All right, uh, something else going on I want to remind you folks about. If you have dogs uh, and they have a dog license, which they should, uh, Jill Thompson, Athens County Auditor, is reminding all dog owners in Athens County, that is, uh, you need to purchase your dog license by January 31st. All right, so uh, that's the last day to purchase the dog license without a penalty. Now, you can get these at the auditor's office in the courthouse annex. It's open uh, from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. You can get them at the dog shelter. Uh, their dog shelter hours, new hours, 10 to 5 on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Wednesdays, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Now, if you need a kennel license... Those can only be purchased at the Athens County Auditor's Office. Okay, so if you need that, you need to go to the Auditor's Office 
the purchases of kennel license may also be subject to inspection by the Athens County Dog Warden. Now, if you can't get to either place, here are some satellite locations you can get your dog licenses. Every Saturday in January, the Athens County Title Office from 9 to 12. Every Wednesday in January, the Athens County Title Office from 10 to 2, or excuse me, 10 to 12. Every Tuesday in January, at Rocky Boots from noon to 2. Every Thursday in January, at the Athens Walmart from 2 to 4, or at Friendly Paws from 5 to 7. Every Friday, uh, excuse me, Friday, January 24th, is the last time you can get them at Tractor Supply from 3 to 5 p.m., on uh, Monday, the 27th, a family dollar in Gloucester from 11 to 1. Friday, January 17th and the 31st at the Athens Kroger from 4 to 6. And uh, today and the 27th of January at the Trimble Kroger from 2 to 4 p.m. All right, so a lot of folks don't think about that until it's upon them or the deadline has passed. Once again, you have until the 31st to get the dog license without a penalty. All right, so uh, check that out if you need to get your dog licenses renewed. License or licenses, plural. <laughs> Party line here on 970 WATH, 25 minutes now after the hour of 9 o'clock. It is Monday, January 13th, and uh, not real difficult to do the math on this date, is it? This is the 13th day of the year and of the decade. 353 days remain in this leap year. As we mentioned last week on Party Line, time or two, uh, this year 2020 is a leap year. So one day is added in the month of February. Thus, we will be having a February 29th this year. And today's highlight in history on January 13, 2012. Remember this? The Italian luxury liner Costa Concordia ran aground off the uh, Tuscan island of Giglio, and almost said Jigolo, Giglio, it, it kind of looks like that the way it's spelled, and it uh, flipped onto its side, 32 people perished in that tragic accident. Also on this date in history, in 1794, if any of you remember this, not likely that you were uh, living and breathing at that time. Uh, if you're listening to this program anyway, <laughs> unless you're reincarnated somehow. Um, but uh, as, well, I have to say it as the scripture says, man is born but once. All right. So anyway, if you think you may have been a dog in your previous life, well, good for you. That would be an interesting story. That's just me anyway. But in 1794, President George Washington approved the measure adding two stars and two stripes to the American flag following the admission of Vermont and Kentucky to the Union. The number of stripes was later reduced to the original 13. Wonder why that was. Hmm. Well, on this date, too, in 1864, American songwriter Stephen Foster died in poverty in a New York hospital at age 37. And uh, let's see, in 1962, many of you remember Ernie Kovacs? Ernie Kovacs died in a car crash in West Los Angeles 10 days before his 43rd birthday. And let's see, what else do we have that happened on this date in history? Um, In 2000, Microsoft Chairman Bill Gates stepped aside as CEO 
and promoted company president Steve Ballmer to the position with Microsoft. And 2005, Major League Baseball adopted a tougher steroid testing program that would suspend first-time offenders for 10 days and randomly test players year-round. That's why you have uh, these asterisks by the names of Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire when they were swatting home runs left and right as they, uh, wow, both of them. If you look at pictures before the steroid issue became an issue, uh, those guys, you know, they look like a regular ball player. And you look at pictures after the steroid conversation started, my goodness, those guys really beefed up big time. And steroids, basically what they do in sports, from what I've been told, from medical personnel in sports, is they help the muscles heal quicker. From the day-to-day, playing baseball every day, you know, the pounding it takes on a body, well, apparently that's what a steroid does. It helps repair the body, so to speak, much quicker than without those. So, you know, when you see... Mark McGuire hitting, what was it, 63, 64 home runs in a season, breaking Roger Maris's record of 61. And Roger Maris used a, a truly a wooden bat, not a jacked-up, super-amped-up bat. Not that these guys do, but some do. They get caught, you know, with corks in their bats, uh, whatever the substance may be that they plug their bats with to make the ball jump off a bat quicker than it normally would. But Roger Maris, back in the day, Use that wooden bat, no batting gloves, and it was just all-out toughness and strength hitting 61 home runs. That's why I still consider Hank Aaron the home run king, and that's why I still consider Roger Maris the home run king for home runs in a season. Not Mark McGuire, not Barry Bonds, because they used an unfair advantage, and it's been very well proven that they did. So, Hank Aaron's still my home run king, and uh, Roger Maris still the leader of home runs in one season at 61. And what else do we have here going on? Birthdays today. Francis Sternhagen is 90. TV personality Nick Clooney is 86. Comedian Charlie Brill, 82. Actor Billy Gray, 82. Actor Richard Mall is 77. M-O-L-L is the spelling of that name. Rock musician Trevor Rabin, 66. And I am clueless on all of them, who they are, with the exception of Nick Clooney. I do know who he is, but uh, some of you may recognize those names. Actor Julia Louis-Dreyfus is 59. I do know that one from Cheers fame. And country singer Trace Adkins, 58. Penelope Ann Miller is 56. And I'm scrolling down through the names here. And none of them are jumping out, with the exception of Nicole Eggert. She is 48. And, uh, oh, meteorologist Ginger Z from TV's Good Morning America is 39. And uh, let's see. Well, the youngest birthday on the list here today, NHL hockey player Connor McDavid is 23. Here is the thought for today. It comes from H. Jackson Brown, Jr., who is an American writer. His statement is, never underestimate your power to change yourself and never overestimate your power 
to change others. Very well said. We'll give that one a thumbs up for today. The thought for today from H. Jackson Brown Jr., an American writer. Once again, it goes like this. Never underestimate your power to change yourself. Never overestimate your power to change others. Sounds like a freshman congressman or a senator going in there and overestimating, going in there to change the world. As Dave and I have talked about that, I don't know how many times, about how congressmen and congresswomen are elected, senators, you know, saying in their campaign promises, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And once they get there, yeah, there are. 534 other commander-in-chief wannabes that they all think they are the president and could do things the way that it should be done. However, doesn't happen that way, right? Well, that's a fitting testament there from H. Jackson Brown, Jr. You know, we can change ourselves. All you got to do is do it. Discipline responsibility. It's kind of like working out. Now, I've had people come to me and say, how do you get started working out? You know, well, the first thing is you got to set your mind to it, have a plan. Don't necessarily do a goal because for me, when you do that, it just sets yourself up for failure if you didn't make that goal. So do it gradually, do it steadily. But the biggest mistake that I think people make is when they first begin to work out, they overdo it the very first time. Then the next morning, they wake up as sore as can be. And so that tells the old brain up there, boy, that hurts working out. So that's the hardest part is just getting started, going there, making yourself do it, or starting at home if you have equipment there. But don't overdo it. Start into it gradually. Because when it comes to working out again, let's say somebody started on a Monday, they're going to go work out again on Wednesday. And the trick to it is use different muscle structures. Use different muscle areas of the body, too. As in, don't do uh, arm curls, you know, five, six, seven days in a row. You know, do the arm curls and then focus on another area of the muscle area of the body the next time you go work out. But if you do happen to get sore, do some light workout. For instance, if your biceps are sore, well, do some light arm curls. That will help eliminate some of that soreness. But the soreness makes the body and the brain think, geez, if I go do this again, I'm going to be really sore. Well, actually, you won't be. That'll help work out some of that soreness. But uh, do it in mediocre parts, all right, at first. Do it slowly, then build up steadily. That's the trick to it. Instead of overdoing it the first few times, you're thinking, uh, you know, you're going to get buff after one or two workouts. Ain't going to happen. Takes time, folks. So, anyway, uh, start slowly. And that will hopefully help you get into a good routine. I get into a routine where if I don't work out, I... Feel like I'm missing something, you know? You ever do that where if you are used to doing something, you don't do it? Something tells you I'm missing out on something. I should be doing something. And uh, that's the way you'll get working out, too. So hopefully that will work for you. If you did a New Year's resolution 
and have started working out, exercising, well, keep going. Don't give up. It's a 12-month process every year. So, uh, yeah, you'll feel better. And, uh, you know, the mind will tell you, you know, got to go work out. Let's go do it. But, again, folks, don't overdo it if you're first starting out. Okay? So good luck with that. All right, I talked about uh, the Farmer's Almanac just a moment ago. We're going to shift gears just a bit, as obviously we've noticed that this weather is spring-like, and unlike winter weather that we are accustomed to here in this area. So I thought I would peruse back through the forecast, the regional forecast that the Farmer's Almanac uh, published, uh, and I'm trying to find where this is published, but you, you know it comes out ahead of the upcoming year, right? All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump to winter, then we'll go to regional forecasts here in a moment, all right? We've been experiencing spring and really borderline summer temperatures here recently, right? All right, now here's what the Farmer's Almanac predicted, and again, you know, it, it could be right, it could be wrong. I'm looking at a map of the United States, and practically the entire state of Ohio has this big word on top of it, and it says wintry. Well, I hope I'm not jinxing us for folks like warmer weather like me. <laughs> All right, here it goes. It says winter temperatures will be below normal mm. from the heartland westward to the Pacific. Now that may be true. And in the desert, southwest, Pacific Southwest, and Hawaii, but above normal everywhere else. Wow, they may have gotten that right. Pre uh, precipitation will be below normal in Florida and the Gulf Coast area. I don't know about that with these recent storms that have went through, uh, that have gone through Texas, Oklahoma, and the upper Midwest, the western desert southwest, central California, and western Hawaii, and above normal elsewhere. Now, here we go. Snowfall will be above normal from the southern Appalachians northward through western PA and most of Ohio. Hmm, hasn't happened yet. It's still got time, though. And in the heartland from northern Michigan westward to Puget Sound and in the intermountain region, eastern desert southwest in Alaska and below normal in other areas. All right, there you have. Now that's the general weather report and forecast for, you know, the nation. Okay, now, here we go as we get a little closer, and then we'll get into how they predict the weather here in just a moment. Okay, I'm going to jump into January of 2020. Now, this is for the Ohio Valley area, which includes our area. You ready for this? The average temperature will be 39 degrees. And what did we hit Saturday? 77? Okay. They say that's two degrees above average. Precipitation will be two and a half inches, and that is a half inch below average. That could be uh, one to four in uh, December. We'll have rain and snow showers. Well, let's jump to January, okay? One to four rainy periods. That's January 1st through the 4th. The 5th through the 10th, a snowstorm, and then flurries. All right, we move beyond that. That was last week. We had warm temperatures. Okay, now, this week, they are saying rain changing to snow, then flurries, then cold. I'm looking at the weather forecast right now, 
And it's saying the average temperature will be 38. We've got 53 for the high today, 61 tomorrow, 58 Wednesday, 45 Thursday, 48 Friday. All right. Now we're getting a little bit of a breakdown here in the days here. So, But it's important because I like to read this to see how accurate they are. Right? So that's one thing about the weather. You just never know. Okay, then rain to snow, then flurries and cold this week. The 15th through the 17th, which is Wednesday through Friday, sunny and mild. Hmm, possibly. 18 to the 22nd, snow, then rainy periods and turning warm again. The 23rd through 29th, periods of rain and snow, mild. 30th and 31st, snow showers and cold. All right. So you can take that for what it's worth. But for me, it's been pretty warm, and I don't mind. I'm not going to say that too loud, because some people like winter weather, you know, like Dave, for instance. He likes snow. He likes the cold weather. He says something like there's something to challenge getting through the cold, wintry weather, right? Okay. Now, they derive the weather forecasts uh, from a secret formula that was devised by the founder of the Almanac, Robert Thomas in 1792, he believed that the weather on Earth was influenced by sunspots, which are magnetic storms on the surface of the sun. All right, so there we go. There's a little tidbit there on the weather that we've been experiencing and uh, the Farmer's Almanac predictions. Well, let's see. What else can we do here? Let's get into... Uh, let's do some sports as we routinely do on a Monday and a Friday. Well, as we've mentioned, a big game tonight in New Orleans or Nolans, as they say in, uh, the South of New Orleans, what we say here, featuring the number one ranked LSU Tigers, uh, quarterback and team leader, Joe Burrow, former Athens high school star and, uh, 14 and 0 standing at number one. They are favored by five and a half points in this game. Well, why are they favored by a half a point? Which, obviously, you know, you can't score that. That's for betting purposes. That's nothing more than that. So, good luck, Joe Burrow, the number one ranked LSU Tigers. I know there will be thousands here in southeastern Ohio rooting for you. And uh, Dave had a good idea on Friday about maybe having that game telecast in the Convocation Center tonight on the big screen, but we haven't heard anything more about that. Uh, But as you know, Joe's father, Jimmy, was a football coach at Ohio for 15 seasons, I want to say, 14 anyway, retired last year, so he and Robin, his wife, could follow Joe this year. And uh, boy, what a good decision that was to follow Joe and watching him perform and win the Heisman Trophy, and, uh, you know, very well deserved. So that game is tonight at 8 o'clock. It will be on ESPN. And uh, good luck, Joe, against uh, the undefeated Clemson Tigers. All right, they're 14-0. I thought they had lost one earlier in the year, but I think that was last year. So 14-0 versus 14-0. The Clemson quarterback is a sophomore. He has never lost a college game. He is undefeated. 29-0 29-0 and 0 at this point. So, uh, I read where the Clemson defense 
was challenged this week in practice by someone trying to mimic the mannerisms of Joe Burrow. And I thought, well, that's fine for them to do that, but you can't mimic the mind and football savvy and football smarts of Joe Burrow. Physically, you can try to do what he does. And the defensive players from Clemson were all saying that whoever did this, uh, mimicking Joe Burrow to practice against, had it down uh, to a science that they knew all of his mannerisms and what he's going to do tonight. However, that is the variable that is in Joe's favor. He's a smart kid. He is a football smart kid, and he knows how to win. That kid is just a born leader, and there is no way anybody on Clemson can mimic what Joe is thinking about, where he's going, how he's going to check down on plays, etc. So they can say all they want, that they are totally prepared for this, and they will say that. They're probably told to say that in those press conferences. But when it comes down to it, you got to get on the field and get between the white lines, as they say. Nobody but Joe Burrow can be Joe Burrow. So, by them being Clemson, the defensive team there, uh, I'm going to say spouting off about they know exactly what Joe's going to do. I don't know if that's a good thing to say. Okay, Clemson has not beaten a top 10 team this year in college football with the exception of Ohio State in the first round of the playoffs. LSU has beaten five up to the playoffs and then number six when they defeated Oklahoma in the first round of the playoffs. So we'll see how they stack up against LSU tonight. Once again, the game kickoff is uh, 8 o'clock televised by ESPN, and uh, I'm going to do my best, Coach O, go Tigers, right there, and uh, we'll see what happens. Good luck, Joe Burrow. Good luck, the LSU Tigers, as you can tell. Uh, Many people around here, many people in this region, and many people all over the country rooting for uh, Joe Burrow, uh, especially due to his comments during the Heisman Trophy acceptance speech. We all know about that, and uh, just a Wonderful, wonderful kid doing great things for not only his school there, but also his community here in southeastern Ohio. In case you're wondering, the amount I just updated it uh, now stands at nearly $504,000 for the Athens County Food Pantry fundraiser. That was like an impromptu fundraiser that just happened. So... Thank you to all of you folks who have donated within this listening area. Well, I guess you can listen all over the world. Maybe we have some listeners in the Baton Rouge area, uh, New Orleans area. So we thank you folks there listening in, too, if you happen to be listening while you're in uh, New Orleans right now for the championship game. Uh, I know a few people from this area will be in attendance tonight at the game. So uh, that that has got to be a great time in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome tonight in New Orleans. And again, that number, almost $504,000 generated by 13,741 kind giving individuals. All right, so thank you for that. I'd get a little sip of tea there to wet the old whistle. Uh, Dave likes coffee. I like tea. 
Sounds like a song, doesn't it? <laughs> all right. So, uh, game tonight, big game for all the marbles tonight at 8 o'clock ESPN. Uh, Ohio Bobcats sports the Lady Bobcats victorious at Buffalo. Not an easy place to win. Buffalo UB has had a great women's team in the past, uh, what, five, six seasons? But the Lady Bobcats roll in there with a victory Saturday. They now stand at 9-5 and five overall and 2-1 and one in MAC play. The Bobcat men, not so fortunate. They uh, were hung with a loss over the weekend in the Convocation Center. The Bowling Green Falcons come in to Athens and defeat the Ohio men, Bobcats. And the men, Bobcats, stand at 9-7 uh, and seven now and 1-2 and two in MAC play. So what's coming up? This weekend, uh, this week, I will say, uh, men's basketball, they will, uh, let's see, travel to Buffalo tomorrow evening, 7 o'clock tip-off. The Ohio Lady Bobcats basketball team travels to Kalamazoo to take on the Broncos of Western Michigan at 7. And uh, also this Friday, the women's track and field team will participate in the Youngstown State University Invitational all day. Wrestling will be at Cleveland State on Saturday. Speaking of wrestling, they put up a good fight over the weekend. Uh, they were defeated by nationally ranked Missouri, 22-12. to And the track and field ladies, the Ohio ladies track and field team, finished third at the Marshall Women's Classic over the weekend. And uh, wrestling, uh, again, was in action this past Sunday. Well, a week ago this past Sunday, as uh, they were in action against Oklahoma, nationally ranked Oklahoma, and they were defeated 35-6. to So uh, good luck to all the Ohio sports teams. We're with you all here at 970 WATH and Power 105. Also in action this Friday, wrestling will be at Kent State before they travel to Cleveland State on Saturday. Swimming and diving, ladies swimming and diving, will be at University of Buffalo Saturday. And uh, Saturday, women's basketball will host Ball State in the Convocation Center at 1 p.m. And men's basketball will be at Eastern Michigan for a 2 o'clock tip-off. All right, so there you have the recap of Ohio University Bobcats sports. And uh, we wish them all well in their quest for success. Also in the NFL, the playoffs have their two final teams in each conference in the uh, National Conference. The San Francisco 49ers prevailed yesterday, uh, or excuse me, Saturday. They will take on Green Bay. They will travel to Green Bay. I believe those games are both this coming Sunday. And also the Tennessee Titans have uh, won two big games as they now play for the American Football Conference Championship. They will travel to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs, who uh, won a big game yesterday. I think uh, Green Bay defeated Seattle. And uh, Kansas City came back from a huge deficit uh, against the Houston Texans, I believe it was. And they defeated the Texans by a, a big margin, like 51 to 21, something like that. I think they were down 21 to nothing at one point. So there's the setup for the NFL playoffs coming up this weekend. Also coming up this week is the Reds Caravan coming up January 16th at the Athens Community Center from, I believe, it's 6.30 to 8.30, I want to say, or 6 to 8.30. Maybe that's what it is. So anyway, 
uh, Hall of Fame broadcaster Marty Brenneman will be joining the Reds Caravan, so uh, might want to stop by and thank Marty. I guess it's going to be uh, a large crowd expected there, so get there early and uh, see some of the Reds players that are going to be there. I don't have the list in front of me. I'll try to look it up here in just a second. I do know that Marty Brenneman will be one of the uh, guests with the Reds Caravan that will be at the Athens Community Center this Thursday evening uh, from 6 to 8.30, I believe it is. So uh, I always have a good crowd there. And as you have heard, my prediction for this year, the 2020 World Series champion, if you haven't heard it, I'm going with our own Cincinnati Reds this year to win the World Championship. They've added to their pitching staff this year that was already considered one of the best pitching staffs in baseball. But the Reds have really, really added some front-line pitchers to that baseball rotation, pitching rotation. And as they've always said, they being baseball historians and so-called experts, the best way to beat good hitting is with good pitching. Well, the Reds now have that. So I'm looking for big things from the Cincinnati Reds this year. All right, so check it out. Reds Caravan this Thursday night at the Athens Community Center. Also coming up a week from this Saturday is the Polar Plunge at uh, Lake Snowden in Albany, right? All right, the second annual Polar Plunge hosted by the Albany VFW Post 9893 at Lake Snowden. Proceeds for this fundraiser um, will once again go to the Beacon School PTA and Ohio Charities. So support them if you get a chance to do so. All right? All right. We're going to take a little break here and uh, back with more as we've got about six and a half minutes left in this Monday morning edition of Party Line on 970 WATH. We love hockey. And nothing goes better together than Buffalo Wild Wings and hockey. So get to Buffalo Wild Wings now for great deals and frickin' delicious food. Like our brand new All-American Cheeseburger, Wing Tuesdays, and Boneless Thursdays. What are you waiting for? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings right here in Athens at 23 West Union Street. Buffalo Wild Wings, proud supporter of Bobcat Hockey. The Athens Bulldogs return to the hardwood and on 970 WATH Friday when they welcome the Warren Warriors for a non-conference showdown at McAfee Gymnasium on the Plains. Isaiah Butcher scored a season-high 31 points, but it wasn't enough as the Bulldogs were upended by Lancaster 69-67 last week. The Warriors, meanwhile, are coming off a 56-38 drubbing at New Lex on Saturday. Friday's important Division II matchup between Athens and Warren can be heard live on 970 WATH with pregame at 7.15 and tip-off at 7.30. Athens Arts, Parks, and Recreation invite you to the second annual Breakfast of Champions on Saturday, February 1st, 2020, featuring a keynote speech from Nike's Vice President of Global Sales, Ann Hebert. Athens Breakfast of Champions brings together leading voices and industry influencers to create change and opportunity for women in sports. Athens Breakfast of Champions will kick off at 9 a.m. at the Athens Community Center. The event is free, but space is limited, so reserve your seat today by calling the Athens Community Center at 740-592-3325. All right, here we go back with a continuation of Party Line here on 970 WATH. And uh, let's see, we need to get to some... Uh, high school sports. We haven't done that yet, so 
Let me see if I can find that very quickly. All right, here we go. High school sports, uh, as you heard the game on 970 WATH on Friday, the Bulldogs defeated River Valley 74-48, to uh, but they dropped a decision to Lancaster on Saturday, 69-67. to I guess that was quite a ball game. The Trimble Tomcats, uh, they were victorious at Wellston, 49-27, but dropped a decision to the always tough Peeble uh, Peebles High School squad, 69-50. to And Nelsonville, York was defeated at Alexander in the Alley in Albany, 82-29. to Federal Hawking having a great season. They've lost one game so far this year. They were victorious at uh, FCA, 76-47. to They will take on South Gallia tomorrow night. Uh, at South Gallia, all right? Alexander Spartans, as mentioned, previously defeated Nelsonville, York, and then they went down to Eastern to take on uh, Brown High School. Eastern Brown is what they're referred to. 57-43, to they are victorious over the weekend. As it stands right now in the TVC Ohio standings, Alexander sits at the top at 5-0, and the Bulldogs at 5-1, and Vinton County third place, at three and two in the TVC Hawking standings, Trimble on top at six and one, tied with the Lancers of Federal Hawking also at six and one. Trimble and Fed Hawk both at nine and two. And upcoming this week, the Bulldogs uh, will travel to Wood County tomorrow night and then host the Warren Warriors on Friday. Trimble Tomcats will go to Waterford tomorrow night and then travel to Eastern. On Friday night, Nelsonville, York, they will host Megs on Friday evening. And uh, let's see, Federal Hawking continues their role uh, at South Gallia tomorrow evening. And as mentioned uh, previously, at South Gallia. And then Friday at Wahama. So way to go, Fed Hawk. I'll tell you what, they were due for a good season. They are having a great year this year. So congratulations, Fed Hawk. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling, all Athens County teams. Also, uh, in college basketball, once again, boy, the Buckeyes have hit a skid, haven't they? They have lost four in a row now. They were defeated at Indiana on uh, Saturday by 12 points. I don't know what's going on with the Buckeyes. They now sit tied for last place in the Big Ten with Northwestern and still ranked (laughs) in the top 20. I haven't seen the rankings yet, but uh, the last I saw was they are they were sitting at number 11 on Saturday. Obviously, they'll drop more as they've lost four in a row. They need to get back on track. Don't know what's happening, but uh, I'm going to say like LSU has done with Joe Burrow, they've played to his strengths. They defi- uh, devised their whole offense and revised and revamped their whole offense to fit Joe Burrow's style of play. Look where they are now. Maybe the Buckeyes could take a plan from that blueprint to get their basketball team back in gear. They will host uh, Nebraska tomorrow evening. So, uh, mm, need to get some things figured out there, don't they? Well, just about uh, 50 seconds left in the program today. We all know the hard news, right? Uh, Things going on in Iran, but uh, protests now against the government, as you've noticed uh, or may have seen in the news, there are American and Israeli flags painted on the floor, on the ground, 
in the uh, near university there in Iran. The government encourages those students to walk on those flags. Well, yesterday, those students walked around those flags, not even touching them. But the Iranian government has cracked down on these protesters now, even firing live ammunition into these crowds. So, boy, oh, boy. But uh, I think they're seeing what's really happening. CBS News is next. Good to be with you here on Party Line. It will be 10 o'clock. Stay tuned for Dad and Sentimental Journey. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Crystal Cruises. I'm Gary Nunn. Celebrations and disappointments in Hollywood. Now that the Academy Award nominations have been revealed, here's CBS's Steve Futterman. There's no punchline. It's not a joke. The race for Oscar is now officially underway. 